As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. There's no crying in baseball! I ate his liver with some father beans. I skinned. If I can change, and you can change, everybody can change! And welcome to another episode of Your Next Favorite Movie. I am your host, Josh G. And today, my guest, she is a teacher, an instructional coach, a professional development leader, and an overall champion for public education. And she has just released a new book called Untold Teaching Truths. Please welcome Katie Kinder to the show. Hi, Josh. I'm here for it. Napoleon Dynamite Breakfast Club. We were just talking about all of your posters. And we were just talking about, too, like, five days that we have to go to work and then two days off is not work-life balance. And so your, your wife is going to put in some legislation for us. She's going to start a petition, right? <laughs> there we go. And truth be told, those are her, her posters. Breakfast club is her favorite. And oh, I, okay. Love yeah. it. And I'm not actually a big fan of Napoleon Dynamite myself. So. <laughs> oh my gosh, Josh, do not out yourself that way. <laughs> <Just kidding. laughs> I have no problem. <laughs> All right, so why don't you go ahead and tell us a little bit about Untold Teaching Truths. Okay, it's right here. For those of you who have video, there it is. It's blue and it's pretty. So right before the world shut down with COVID um, in March of 2020, I was kind of going to speak. I was doing some professional development. I was going to some conferences. And uh, my participants would come and stand in line and talk to me. And they would say, we'd love to buy your book. And I said I don't have one um and then when March of 2020 and the world shut down March 13th a lot of people cleaned their house and a lot of people cooked and went on hikes and I wrote so I just and I've had chapters for years because it's my big passion to keep baby teachers that's what I call them our baby teachers who are thrown into this sphere with maybe they have good pedagogy training from college or, or maybe they're alternative certified or emergency certified, and they just don't know really (laughs) what they're getting themselves into. Even though it's the best, most noblest of professions, um, it's really hard. And so it's really everything that I wish I would have known when I started every mistake I made, every story, things that are going to happen. It's parts, you know, guide to, you know, to help, um, you know, part memoir, part, how do we make this work in this broken sphere? So almost 50% of our new teachers quit in the first five years because it's just too much. So that is my goal is just to like travel around, speak. I've got some speaking engagements coming up in the, in the spring, sell the book and love on these baby teachers who need it. So how, how long have you been in teaching? Uh, I started in 2006. Why are you aging me, Josh? <laughs> Josh G. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, I, I teach two classes in the morning at my school. And then I teach the teachers in the afternoon. And I really think it's important that I stay connected with kids because I can't look at a teacher and say, you should do A, B, and Z if I'm not doing A, B, and Z too. Um, and so I think that's how the model should be set up. But because the kids are just like changing rapidly. Our kids of 2019 are not our kids from 2021 because of everything they've been through and their vernacular changes very rapidly and their everything about them changes. And we have to pivot 
uh, when it comes to teaching, especially middle school kids, which is my jam. I love middle school kids. Yeah, I, I have a child in middle school, so I, I so you know, and you know, <laughs> I have my son is in middle school, my and my daughter is in ninth grade, and it's kind of the first time I've taught middle school kids and then come home to middle school kids. <laughs> I'm like, oh my gosh, the hormones, I can't get away from it. Like, <laughs> um, so yeah, so I'm excited to be here. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. So where are these uh, speaking games going to be at? So if people want to look it up. Goodness, come over, come see me, come to my school. Um, well, I'm doing a big PD on January 3rd, just for my teachers. And then I'm going to Hot Springs uh, in February, um, and that's the uh, Arkansas Middle Level Educators Conference. I'm going to, I believe, the Oklahoma one in Edmond in February. Um, middle school teachers, just talk to them. And goodness, I think I'm going to Stillwater in March. I'm going to Plano, Texas in March. Um, I've got some other things set up in June. So yeah, I don't know if you keep a, you keep a website, I can send you my dates and my, and if somebody wants to come see me, I would love to have them. All right. I do not have a website set up. <laughs> Josh, it's time. I okay. I, I realize. I realize. <laughs> and, and before we keep going, I just want to give a big shout out to Derek Duvall. He's the one that set me up with you. He Hi, was Derek. a past guest on this show. In fact, he was way back last February, my first guest. We nice. want to talk about Jaws, so. Hey, Derek, we see you. <laughs> All right, so I guess we're going to transition to this week's movie. I'm ready. Well, that, classic, Remember the Titans. What's going on? We want to warm up a little different tonight. From Walt Disney Pictures. We're going to let these people know who's going to win state, right? Right, 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 right. 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 The film critics gave two thumbs up. Hey, no mountain high. Filled with heart and soul. You did a good job up here. Academy Award winner Denzel Washington. We are team. A Jerry Bruckheimer production. Remember the Titans. Yes. Okay. I, I'm still kind of upset with you, Josh G, because <laughs> you made me narrow it down. I sent Josh like a list of so many movies and I want to talk about all of them. And he was like, listen, you need to narrow it down to one. And I was like, Josh. But now I'm excited because remember the Titans. Oh my gosh. That's maybe the greatest sports film ever ever filmed somebody can bite me on that <laughs> All right, so 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 when did you first see this i think i saw it in the theaters i'm pretty sure because when did was it released tell me that do you have the year right there yeah, um, I, I think it's 2000 it was either 99 or 2000 i just can't remember okay so yeah i think i saw it in the theater and just like bawled my eyes out i love a true story that comes to to film you know like I think I said I loved Ray and Walk the Line. And, um, but this one is near and dear to my heart because we, in my, in my school district, in my school, we're only allowed to show one film a semester. Has to be wrapped around curriculum. And it has to be like, you're, you have to be doing something with it. So I have always for the first semester chosen Remember the Titans because we're doing like some civil rights and I want them to see it and see what it looks like and see what it looked like to people's lives. I mean, you can research it and read about it, but when you see it in action, um, I think that's powerful. All right. So for everyone who may not have seen it, tell everybody what Remember the Titans is about. Well, it's a football team, 1971. Um, it's right when, it's right when um, 
we started integrating schools, but I really want to lead my students in the direction of what they did. Anyways, so they start integrating schools, you know, it's right after Ruby Bridges goes to school for the first time with armed guards. And uh, what really happens too, is that they close all of the black schools. They close them. They fire the teachers and the principals and they bus our black students to white schools. Like that's a pretty big injustice that maybe we don't talk about. We just said, we just say, woo, Brown versus Board of Education in 1964, fixed everything, woo. Well, it didn't. And so we kind of do some research around it. Um, but then you get to see, and then you kind of fall in love with these characters like Gary Bertier, you know, Coach Herman Boone. Um, and I've watched it so many times with so many different classes um, that I can pretty much quote the whole thing. But I know when kids are going to be like, um, and our kids today are so screen addicted to their phones that they almost can't even like watch a movie without fidgeting and wanting to do something else while it's on in the background. Um, I think some adults are guilty of that too. You know, so I know that this movie, they are riveted, riveted from the time it turns on to the time it ends. And I, I love it. All right. I think you, yeah, you express why you love it. And I, I, like you said, you use it to teach class. So you watch this every year then. Every year. <laughs> every year you're watching this at least once. <laughs> yes. All right. So we're going to go into, this movie does not set itself up for us. It's a weird question, but I ask it with all my movies. So what would you have liked to seen if this movie had gotten a sequel back then, not 20 years later now? Oh my gosh. I just, Josh this question. It doesn't need a sequel, nope. but what I would like to see is maybe the grandchildren of Julius or of, you know, it's got the two little girls, you know, coach Boone's daughter, um, coach Yost's daughter and, you know, coach Boone's daughter is super girly coach Yost's <laughs> daughter is Cheryl. She's very like tomboy and loves the game. And so it, it really does, bring in lots of aspects of, you know, who we are and it's okay to be super girly. It's okay to be a tomboy. It's okay to love football. It's okay to want to paint your nails and play Barbies, like all of that. And maybe you like it all. Um, so maybe the grandchildren of those two characters, what happened? How did it, how did it play out from there? Uh, what does it look like in 2021? You know, that's, that's what I would like to see in a sequel per se, um, just like, are we better now in 2021 or are we not? That's, that's a scary thing to think about, actually. So <laughs> <laughs> now we're going into territory that could actually happen. I don't know if they'll do it with this movie, but they do it with ton of them. So, and that's the remake. And okay. you can't just put Denzel back in, even though he could still play this role. <laughs> I love Denzel. I mean, what a beautiful specimen he is. Uh, you have to agree, Josh. You have no, to just I, no, see Denzel, that Denzel's Denzel amazing. is a beautiful specimen of a man. <laughs> <laughs> and I think next to Tom Hanks, that's my wife's favorite actor. So if it's Tom Hanks um, or Denzel, she'll watch anything with both of them. Tom Hanks, he's a good one too. Good Lord, what a good actor. But let's say you had to choose different people to remake this with. Who, who would you go with? Well, I'm just going to be like combative and say no. But <laughs> I did... <laughs> We're not going to remake it. It's beautiful the way it is. But um, if we had to, I'm thinking Tay Diggs. 
as coach Herman Boone. Hey boo. We <laughs> like him too. Um, and that's all I thought about <laughs> two digs. Everybody else it doesn't matter. I want to know if Denzel and Tay are friends. Ooh, we should research that. We should put that out into the world. We're going to ask if they're besties and if they're besties, then Tay Diggs will be allowed to play Herman Boone. Oh, okay. <laughs> I have no idea the answer to that. I'm going to be like, unlike any guests you've ever had, Josh. Hey, <laughs> that's all right with me. <laughs> all right. So what I want you to do, you've done a pretty good job, but for anybody that may not be sold, sell this movie one final time. Why people should watch it if they hadn't. Well, I mean, it's just a part of our history. I think we can't look away from it. Uh, we can't whitewash history. We have to look at it. And then like when you see the, the change in Gary Bertier, you know, he starts out as a character that is, you know, he thinks he's on the right side of history fighting against this. And then as he becomes best friends with Julius, as he starts to respect, you know, Coach Boone, He's really the dynamic character I like to look at, but I also really like to look at Julius's character as well. Um, and he kind of does the same thing. I and mean, he says things like, you know, I'm going to get mine because nobody else on this team cares and attitude reflect leadership captain. And then you see him change too. And so really the two of them with coach Boone at the helm, uh, you get to really see these characters change and you've got people like uh, the best friend of Gary at the beginning of the movie who doesn't change Ray and he gets kicked off the team for his racism and so he's a very static character but um, most of them are dynamic and they learn to like just love each other and fight together and the fact that they undefeated season by the end um it's really inspiring. I love the character of Sunshine, of Ronnie Bass. Uh, you know, he comes in and we don't know if he's gay or not. And he, because the, the boys were making fun of him when he comes in in the middle of the movie. And, and, and he's from California and they're all, you know, razzing him. And of course, he tries to kiss Gary. And my students are like, what just happened? And I really like that part too, because I'm like, it's not about that. It's, it was about power. It was about, you know, it doesn't matter if I'm gay or not. Like it shouldn't matter. And he says that Ronnie Bass says that in the movie. Um, and so I just think it was, it's amazing. So everybody should see it. I just told you the whole movie. So now you should, <laughs> now you should go see it and get back with me and tell me if you love it as much as my students and I do. Yeah, and funny story as see, I am a Clemson fan, and okay, we'll forgive you for that. No, Just kidding. <laughs> what? I'm an OU. I'm in o Oklahoma. Okay, so no, I like Clemson. Go ahead, your quarterback. <laughs> Quarter well, our quarterback last year is now in the NFL. Trevor Lawrence. That's what everybody called him. Was Sunshine from this movie because he had the long blonde hair. Nice. <laughs> and that Ronnie Bass, he actually ended up living where I'm at in Greenville, South Carolina for quite a long time. In fact, it says that at the end of the movie that he was yeah. currently living in Greenville. And I love that's, that. That's where I'm at. I'm like 20 miles from where Clemson plays. So nice. That's fun. All right. That's that's pretty much it. These are short, sweet to the point. Why don't you tell everybody? Wait, are you going to wait one more? Oh, Josh. Uh, uh, OK, what you got? 
I'm just going to flip the script on you. Aren't you going to ask me my favorite line from the whole movie? Oh, you want to do favorite quotes? Okay. Sometimes I bring yes. that up. Sometimes I don't. Okay. okay Josh, Go ahead. Let's is, just hit me with your favorite This is imperative. Quote. My favorite quote, and then I say it for the rest of the year, is when, you know, Gary walks up and there's the bus, you know, scene where they're about to go off to camp. And he says to Herman Boone, Denzel is just like cool as a cucumber. And he says, listen, you know, we already have a team. Your players are going to do this. My players are going to do this. And, and then Denzel gets real quiet. And he says, that's your mama over there. And he said, hello, ma'am. He said, Gary, you've got your brothers on the team and you've got your daddy. Who's your daddy, Gary? <laughs> it's the best line. <laughs> And I quoted the rest of the year with my students um, and they love that part too. And I'm pretty sure I rewind it and watch it about 10 times um, because of course coach and cause, cause Gary puts his head down and he's like, you are. <laughs> and it's the first time we see Gary start to change. So you got your brothers on the team, Josh, and you got your daddy. Um, you go. So that's it. That's it. So tell everybody where they can find you online, where they can find the book, all that good stuff. Okay, you can find Untold Teaching Truths on Amazon. I have a, I have a blog that I keep that gives um, lessons for free because I don't want teachers to pay teachers. I want them to have it all for free. Uh, it's called the Engaged English Classroom. You can find me on Twitter at katiekinder1. I'm active. I'm very active on Twitter. And then on Instagram at Untold Teaching Truths. Also, you can find my email address. Um, so if there's any teachers out here that is a, they're a big fan of Josh or principals or superintendents, please reach out. I would love to help you and your school. All right. Sounds good. And as always, you can find the podcast on Twitter and Instagram at YNF Movie Pod. Available wherever you get your podcast. This, some episodes are available on YouTube, so check that out. This one will be. And I'll be back with either another guest or... Returning guest Chad and Chris for a deep dive. I don't know yet. We're recording early, so figure that. Till then, talk to you next time.